Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Short and Spooky. This is the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, from the 90s, and sometimes from the early 2000s. That's right. Uh, we're back in the studio, but hang on. This isn't our normal studio. Wait a minute. Wait, what, what is this place? What the heck? Who's around me right now? <laughs> That's right. Uh, let's go around real quick. Uh, of course, uh, we have myself, uh, Mr. Johnny Junk, hey, a.k.a. Johnny. Uh, the Drop King, also known as Bizarro Sorrow from uh, time to time. And I'm sitting over here uh, with my good buddy, uh, Coop Nasty, a.k.a. The Big Sniff. What's that the sniff is cooking? Can That's, you smell it? Can you smell what the sniff is cooking? <laughs> it's a cigarette. And then, <laughs> and then we have uh, uh, Mr. Tommy Trey. Hey. Also known as uh, the Ice King um, and uh, Meatloaf. Meatloaf, uh, you know, pick your poison. He's got plenty of names. There's another one coming. Another one in the works. Uh, so, uh, you know, look forward to that one. Uh, but unfortunately, um, our favorite Erie Kiri cannot be with us today. Um, uh, she, unfortunately, is uh, pursuing um, her own, uh, starting her own business. And uh, we want to be very supportive of that and encourage her to do her own thing. But we hope she'll be back uh, sometime soon to uh, make a guest appearance from time to time. Um, so in the interim, we'll just say, good luck, Miss Key. Godspeed. Yes. Big ups we to miss Key. Ya. We miss you. We love you. We do. But uh, in the meantime, uh, instead of being on the lovely Alameda, hey, we're, bud. We're hey, in buddy. Sh- we're shitty Oakland. We are in uh, Oaktown. West Oakland. Sup, homie. Yeah. <laughs> Every time it's Oakland. Sup, homie. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's right. Sup, homie. Um, but yeah, we're we're recording over at um, Coop Nasty's crib. Um, yep. what, what was it? The Diesel Dungeon? Well, yeah, we're in the garage, so uh, there's a couple names. There's the Sniff Cave, there's the Diesel Dungeon, and of course, there's the old... Garage Mahal. Garage Mahal, that's right. Yeah. Um, we're kicking the Garage Mahal. There's plenty of spooky ghosties. We have a bat hanging above us, um, some mm-hmm. skulls. We got a skull boy, a scully. Some ghosty ghoulies. Some creepy characters, some spooky citizens. <laughs> would, you, would you say that, that our new studio is sort of a man cave? I'd say it's a boy's cave. <laughs> we enter as boys. We'll leave as and men. Then, <laughs> how was that spelt? B-O-I-Z. As if there's any other spelling. Well, there's three Z's added on top and, of it. Yeah, and cave is spelled with a K. <laughs> backwards K. Yeah, backwards K, like corn. Wait, that's a backwards R, whatever. No, we, we could have a silent R in there. Silent R. Um, yeah, I mean, Cooper, there's a there's a pretty bitchin' motorcycle sitting right behind you. Look at that. Look at that hog. And then you have a... Um, you, well, so we have Skelly the Skeleton. Yeah. Very clever name. Pierre the Bat. Pierre the Bat is directly above Cooper. Scully the Skull. Also clever. <laughs> uh, what do we call this one over here? There's like a, for the listeners, there's like a... Sebastian. Francis. Is that... <laughs> no, Sebastian the... Sebastian Francis. Francis. Francesco... Um, Hangington. Gutierrez. Um, All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. So uh, full disclosure, guys, we uh, we already recorded an opening and uh, we lost the file. So we're just going to get right back through it. Um, one of the things we had talked about was uh, doing some picks of the week. That's right. So, Tom, do you remember what yours was? Mine was the Two-Town Cider Cosmic something, and it's uh, it's pretty good. It's a cider, I think it's brewed out here in California. Um, 8%. 8%, nice pop, uh, very crisp, not too terribly sweet, which I don't really like when it's very sweet, but mm. um, as someone who doesn't really drink uh, brew dogs that much or hard alcohol, it's a nice little, uh, it gets you there. It gets you there. Yeah. Get um, it done. And then, so yeah, what, what do you guys got for, for your picks of the week? For my <gasps> pick, pick of the, of the week. week! 
is going to be um, um, another staple of Oakland. Sup, homie? What's up, baby? <laughs> Sup, homie? Uh, and uh, I just uh, caught up with friend of the podcast, Steve Tam. Sup, Hi, bro? Steve. Uh, we went to a, a brewery that is just uh, 10 minutes walking distance from my place and also from the Taj Mahal here. Um, <laughs> and it is the Ghost Town Brewery. Very fitting for our podcast. It is, really. Um, we were saying about how fun it would be to uh, get our little behinds down there and be like, what's up? Sponsor us. Sponsor the pod. I think need- they should. I mean, our last sponsor was what? The uh, uh, University of, of Colorado Online. Northern Colorado. All right, that's right. I wonder what the hell they were doing when they, they decided... probably like did that and then like one of like the people in hr like was like i'm just gonna check in on this and then, <laughs> and then heard me about like jacking off my friend's house as a kid and we're like no way <laughs> pull it back hey listen we all have some embarrassing stories um not cooper well nope. Coop, uh he Big just sniffs never done anything especially sniffing parts of people's Bodies. garments 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 garmin Carmen San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, my pick is going to be the Ghost Town Brewery. I was just saying how sweet it is to uh, live uh, next to a brewery where you can go over there and they got beers that are super dank for three bucks. You really can't beat it. And uh, if uh, you guys maybe have uh, some of their beers uh, stocked up in your local uh, uh, grocery store, liquor store, you know, give them a try. It's good stuff. And uh, you want to sp- support your uh, your local fam. And, uh, yeah, it's a good place to go hang out. So uh, check out Ghost Town Brewery. And you're sipping on a Pilsner, right? This is a Pilsner. We were saying it has a very uh, Germany-sounding... Geistenfrost. Geistenfrost. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of skulls. skulls and stuff on it. Very uh, problematic. Skull, pile of skulls, Germans. Not good. <laughs> I see a bead of sweat dripping down Coop's head. Lampshades made of skin. <laughs> oh, my God. Where is this? All right. Well, uh, Coopy, what's your... Pick, Pick of the, of the week. week. It's the Sniffarelli. What was it? Oh yeah, you 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 came up with a cocktail. Uh, he decided to make a cocktail when yes. we started the podcast. So I didn't have. I have a couple types of liquor. I have whiskey. I have mezcal. And then John brought some vodka. And only thing I had in the way of mixer is apple juice. What kind? So, uh, Martinelli's apple juice. Sniffarelli. Non-carbonated. So yeah, the cocktail, which is my pick of the week, is a Sniffarelli, which is a liquor of your choice mixed with apple juice, also of your choice. It can preferably be Martinelli's, but we're not getting a sponsorship for Martinelli's. So. I like I like their little bottle, the little tiny... Yeah, that's, think, that's what I poured it I from. I think I used to make, like, bongs out of those. Yeah. Like, oh, they'd make a great little miniature bong. I'd never seen them before. I, I thought you actually brought down a buzz ball. Hey, did you guys... Oh, no. um, do you guys have any uh, crazy contraptions that you made pipes or bongs out of when you oh, were a kid? Yes. Mm-hmm. What'd you, what you? What kind of things? We used to make steamrollers out of, like, Mountain Dew plastic bottles. You take tin foil and you... You know, for those, I mean, most of the listeners probably know what a steamroller is. But They've probably used a couple already. Yeah, they're doing it right If you're doing it right now, fucking take two for me because I can't smoke anymore. But uh, yeah, we um, we used to use the Mountain Dew bottle, cut the end off, and then cut a hole in the middle, put a little tin foil in there, put your weed in there. Boom. That's a, that's a, that's the thing. I, I, I've said this story in the podcast probably multiple times, but that's how we got... Um, one of the donkeys on my farm to smoke weed is what weird. i don't remember you telling me about animal a, abuse getting a donkey stoned what i guarantee what really really yes tell me about it so we had um our neighbors at these donkeys and uh <laughs> you're a donkey and they would uh 
lend them to us because they would eat like all of like the everything they eat everything they, they eat the shingles off the side of our barn but they were great to like clear <laughs> like this part of the land that we needed to use so we had these donkeys and me and my uh, good friend adam and then some random kid one of those weirdos that you just you know you do from high school that just was along for the you ride. know like a coop type what yeah. <laughs> just, no. but uh no i i jumped uh i jumped over the electric fence and i had uh i i, I lit the the steamroller up and i covered one of the donkey's nose and one of its noses <laughs> Nostrils, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know. This is a Chernobyl donkey? It was, yeah. <laughs> I grew up in Russia. Or, uh, or Ukraine. Ukraine. Wherever the fuck. Russia Former light. Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah, we we, uh, we basically got it to smoke weed with us, and uh, it was it was very, very funny. I mean, the, the, the animal was fine, and he actually, like... Uh, was very playful with me after stone. Like, <laughs> I was trying to get out of the... Uh, very engorged. <laughs> no, no, no. He was, like, like pushing me around. and, and <laughs> <laughs> He was, he was push- sniffing at you. <laughs> he was... It was like getting to... He was like, piling around. I was, like, you know, in hindsight, it was like, this is getting ready for me to meet uh, Cooper later in life. It was just pushing me around, sniffing at me, and wouldn't let me out of its cage. <laughs> Oh my god, dude, that's so great! <laughs> no, it was great, and, and it, it, the thing had a good time. It was really fun. It, its name was Jack. Nice. Hey, of, Coop, Coop, did you name. ever uh, make crazy bongs or pipes? Nothing crazy. We made them at one out of a highlighter pen. <laughs> what? Just, yeah, you know, highlighter. You just take the bio oh, the cartridge thing off. Kind of thing out. Yeah. You put a filter in it, and then you just yeah. It's like a it's like a chillum or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that was like such a like I spent so much time and energy as a teenager being like, what could I make into a bomb? Well, my most successful was the Sobe bottle, glass bottle, because there's the thin little part near the bottom where like, you know, it like had a little notch for the manufacturing process. Right, right. You can kind of like just knock that out and then you fill it with water. You put your finger over that hole. You attach the bowl to the top. You open the hole. The water goes out. It pulls all the smoke into the bomb. It's like a, a gravity bomb. Yeah, it's a gravity bomb, but it's a very and, kind of small gravity. And, it's and like that big. Then you get uh, you know the the icing on the cake is you get the the hilarious joke they had on the bottom exactly. of exactly on the cap. Yeah, was that Sobe? Yeah, or was I was like, that, did Sobe have funny? That jokes? was Snapple. No, Snapple was facts. No, Snapple was facts. I don't want facts. I want jokes. <laughs> because they were, they were all everything was about you lizards. Just get high enough. <laughs> that fact lizard facts. Joke. Yeah, there'd always be like, do you smell what the lizard is cooking and stuff like that. Wow. Um, I think the craziest thing is, to be honest, um, I smoked out of a banana. What? Didn't work that well. I mean, I've no. smoked out of an apple. I mean, and apple, a, a, a carrot. That's a classic move. Actually, the best a one carrot. is a potato. Okay. Potato. 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 I mean, obviously cans. I don't I think everyone smoked out of a say that's really bad for you. Yeah, I'm already smoking who knows what. Oh, with your fucking vapes? No, yes. he's talking about weed. But I mean, being like oh. I'm like 16 years old, I'm like, I don't really give a shit what I'm putting in my, like, I'm like really that concerned that I'm smoking out of a can. I would just mm-hmm. like take anything, like I remember taking like my friend had a, uh, like a, 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 like plastic toy of Kenny from South Park and like <laughs> drilling into its head and trying to turn it into a bong. Like oh I just took like the bowl off of like a weed pipe and was just like anything I can screw this in, I'm going to smoke through it. And <laughs> yeah. I would just like smoke through like 
damn near anything and it's kind of the same thing you were saying like through a highlighter or like yeah. through any like type of pen you take like a like a piece from like a socket wrench and just be like cool now i'm smoking <laughs> yeah. through this like you name it and it was just like it's insane i feel like when you're you spend like an hour doing this and then you do it and it works like shit and you're like i'm mastered yeah. like, well, yeah. i feel like it, like when we were all growing up like you felt like little engineers when you were like you're like all right we we you know we don't have a pipe we don't have anything like look around the room and just be like oh okay. see that was the thing we had pipes we oh. had pipes to smoke weed out of we were just like what else can we smoke it's weed out of did you have a, did you ever a favorite piece that you guys ever had oh yeah i had a bong i remember <laughs> what was his name Okay, so it had a name. My my friend, uh, who we used to party at his house all the time, his mom was, um, uh, she was Cuban, and she spoke, did not speak a lot of Eng- English. Speak? Yeah, she didn't speak a lot of English, and uh, we would go over to his house, and like, she was like the type of mom where like, you would just throw like a lampshade on top of a bong, and she had no clue. Like, she was so clueless. And we would like, somehow he like, we found it in the back of a High Times magazine or something, and we ordered this bong out of it. It was called the Juba, <laughs> J-U-B-A. And I've looked for this as an adult, like probably in the last like six months, I've looked for to see if I could find the Juba again. And it had uh-huh. like two huge chambers, and then it had like plastic tubing that went around the outside and like like went from one chamber to the next. And you would smoke there, and you had to like put water into two places, so it was like completely like. Those are the best. It like it did nothing except like try to look cool. It, it yeah. served no purpose. But like we were like, hell yeah, dude, let's do this. Let's go smoke out of the Juba. <laughs> and we would like climb up into his attic and like smoke weed up there. And um, the, anyway, yeah. So uh, the Juba, check it out, guys. Get yourself one. I had um, a friend of mine. I helped him move. He was uh, a good friend of mine. Uh, one of my best friends. He, he was. He gave me this bubbler that had like sort of similar thing to, that you were describing. Actually, where it was like. Two different like 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 what do they call them like honey like um there's two different water spots for it basically which were totally useless but it was like a six hundred dollar bubbler he bought at um damn like uh at the last fish concert what was supposed to be the last fish concert back in like two thousand four when they played in Vermont and he he gave it to me for helping him move and it, I had it for years and years and years and then uh. Stupid story, but yeah, I, I like smoked it the night before with this girl I was seeing at the time, and like put it on my ground and on my ground on my floor. On my ground. <laughs> put it on my ground. I think you just say the floor, not my floor. <laughs> it was my floor. <laughs> it was my room. You were renting it. No, it was my <laughs> space. Um, but no, I and I like woke up and like she had just left, and I was like feeling all cool, being like yeah, it's been, you know whatever. And then I stomped on it and just like cut my foot like just wide open. On it. Uh, I mean, it was underneath my shirt, because uh, um, I had, you know, taken my shirt off in a fit of passion the night before, and it apparently had landed on it, but, yeah, I, I I used to like the, like, getting pipes and stuff and naming them. Paraphernalia, dude, it was half the fun. Yeah, going to smoke shops and, like, being worried about, like, getting trailed by cops when you're, you know, back before everything was legal. Yeah, now you don't get to worry about that. Coop is sweating. Coop is a little moist over here. Yeah, I'm a little moist. It's too, uh, too many, um... What are they called? Too many f- snifferinos. Snifferinos? No, no, no. Sniffinellis. Sniffinellis. Um, but yeah, so anyway, speaking of uh, sniff, what episode are we doing today? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I wasn't going <laughs> to. We're doing monsters. 
That's right. Yeah, and the episode is called Mannequins of Horror. That's right. Uh, what made you choose this episode? Well, I enjoyed the last couple Monsters episodes we've done, other, with the exception of the one with the... Was it Monsters with the refrigerator that ate people? That was the bed, yes. The bed. Didn't love that one. Pillow talk. But generally, from what I've seen of Monsters, I like it. And I watched that one. It was actually the first one I tried to watch, and I was like, you know what? That was fun. And so I picked it. And that's that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, this episode came out on the 30th of May, 1989. That's right. You were still in your mommy's belly? What was the month? (laughs) <laughs> May 30th. That's my brother's birthday. I'm, I don't know. What's nine months after that? Wait, what, what year were you born? 1990, September. Oh, Jesus. Never mind. You were, yeah, you were still in your dad's balls. Yeah. Again. So, well, just real quick, um, before we get into it, uh, we have some drinking game rules that we like to do for these episodes. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is season one, episode 23. Great. Cool. Uh, what, what drinking games you guys got? I mine was a uh, clay penises. Whenever you see one, whenever you think about one, very good size ones too. Good size f- for scale. Very average. Nice, honest penises. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> enough of these, you know, highfalutin, got something to prove penises. Yeah. You know. I want an honest penis that tells me, you know, it's okay. Tells me it's okay <laughs> to be. What I am. No, it's okay to use a sleeve. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. A cock sleeve? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I never. Anyway, that's my rule. It's the only Cooper one just got. winked at me when he said I never. Coop, Coop's, Coop's only rule is never use a cock sleeve. That's his <laughs> only rule. Yes. Um, um, my Mine was every time she lights up one of those cigarettes. That's mm-hmm. right. But she's trying to quit. She's trying to quit, and I, I, I'm trying to remember what the heck mine was. Oh, yeah, every time they say doctor, because everybody in this episode uh, is a doctor. So yeah. they're like, what about this, Dr. So-and-so? And like, oh. Even the patient's a doctor. They're all doctors. Dr. Jeez. Starr, Dr. Colin, Dr. Jarris. And also, I didn't point this out earlier, but before I watched a record, um, each of our doctors have double letters consecutively in their last names. Star really? is S-T-A-R-R, Colin is C-O-L-L-I-N, and Jaris is J-A-R-R-I-S. Wow. Hmm. Stupid fact, but I thought it was interesting. No, that's really good some, of you. Some Rain Man shit. Yeah, I was going to say that's <laughs> autistic. You know that. Definitely, <laughs> they all have two L's. I, they do. They have two letters, two letters, <laughs> two letters in a row. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you said uh, you chose this one. Um, how many did you, how many did you watch a couple before you settled on this no, one? I said one. I well, no, because I happened to watch. I read the descriptions. I was like, that one sounds interesting. Watched it, and I was like, nah, fuck it, that's the one. So, so this is about where we were at when when uh, our last episode, uh, our last recording, kind of cut out. But um, yeah, don't you guys think that the, the you were we were saying that the spelling of mannequins? There's a bit of variation between like the 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 video, like yeah. the file that we found. I think it was on Daily Motion or YouTube, and then the yeah. one that's on IMDb. And we're like, is this mannequins with a Q or mannequins with a K? Well, also in the in like the when the episode actually begins after the intro, when they they put it up on the screen like the text mannequins of horror and it's spelled with a K. Uh huh. And I just don't get it because I mean I thought it was with a Q. But yeah, when I actually picked the episode on YouTube, it's with a Q. But then on the title screen and on IMDb, it's with a K. So, Tom, I, I think you, you were starting to look up, too. Like, um, what is the definition of a mannequin? Oh, yeah. Let's I find still out can't what that is. Well, then let's pause, and you can log on to it. Uh, yeah, I looked it up. I got the Wi-Fi hooked up again. It's a mannequin is the 
is a dummy used to display clothes in the store window, which is nothing that happens in this episode. <laughs> no. no, yeah. So the, the this episode is, they, they in fact, they never call them mannequins. They call them figurines. But I feel like if they called it figurines of horror, it doesn't really. <laughs> I think maybe they're like banking on people having like a fear of, a fear Man- of mannequins, yeah. right? Like, yeah, mannequins are a bit creepy. Um is that old Twilight? I wonder song? when the movie Mannequin came out because if that had something to do with uh, this. Oh, maybe. Like, ooh, Mannequin was. It's a, well, actually, it was more of like a, a sexy story. But I, when I was a kid, um, the dentist, my. Uh, that I used the to dentist? Get, the, I, the, the place where I went to the dentist, uh, they, they were like in a little like plaza for the couple like clothing stores who were near it too. And we had to wait like an hour because it's like there's behind. <laughs> so we went to a, my, my mom brought me to this like clothing store and there was a woman mannequin who had just a very revealing a woman mannequin, <laughs> a very revealing, uh, uh, dress, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. And I looked around and I didn't think anyone was looking. My mom was like shopping elsewhere and the person that's running the store was up front and I like pulled up the mannequin to see like what was you know in the private parts, and as soon as I did it, it was like I turned around, both my mom and the lady are right there, and they're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and the the lady, she's probably like twenty three, twenty four. She was laughing so hard, but I, I remember like getting oh, in the car man. later, like and just being like, "Yeah." <laughs> Your mom was like, "You're seventeen. What are you doing?" <laughs> this was six months ago. <laughs> This is when I was back uh, two weeks ago. I love the mannequins with the nips. No, there was no nips on these. Trust me. Some of them have them. Oh, dude, they have all kinds of crazy mannequins now. They have like mm-hmm. weird body proportion mannequins. Like chubs. <laughs> they have all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You're just like, it's like a, a male mannequin, but with boobs. You're just like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it's like out of control. Is what it is. Uh, but I mean, no. But it's good. So, um,. Let's get into this episode. Let's get into the episode proper. Um, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, take it away, uh, Coop? Let's well, let's start with this. First intro. of all, you've got that intro, yeah. Okay, so can we just one thing? I just I mm-hmm. love the intro so much, and yeah, we all do. Great. Fucking asparagus arm. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I noticed this time <laughs> that I hadn't really noticed before, which is great, was it's like. Um, you know, the dad is like, like flipping through the channels. He's looking at a newspaper and he throws TV guide. Is that, is that not TV guide? He's looking through. He like, he's like looking for something to watch and he throws it and he's just like, there's nothing on. And he's like, and then the mom goes, Oh, come on. It's family hour. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So family hour means silently watching television and not talking. That's but like eating though. No, they're eating what? Critty. Crit- I don't. I wrote down. What do you think they're something eating? Something critters. Something critters. Wait a minute. Yeah, the episode's only twenty minutes. That's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> You've a family got 40 hour. Minutes. First, <laughs> we watch the episode in silence and then stare at the wall as long as we don't have to have any type of actual family interaction. Well, he they looks are like, monsters. He looks like the dad looks like he's like related to Slimer. The he dad had, seems like to not have a great level of cognition compared to. <laughs> well, the, we've <laughs> talked about before right? how we don't think he's actually the father of those kids. No, well, he doesn't look like him. Well, there's only one. Isn't there just? Is there two kids or one? There's one kid. The little girl. Yeah, kid. And, but Cyclops. The, but the mom and the the mom and the daughter they are Cyclops. Exactly the same, other than their age. And the dad, yeah, looks like a bunch of asparagus. Well, you know, you get your Cyclops from the mom's side of the family, so that That's would make true. sense. It's recessive. And but what did she get from him? Side. She had regular arms. What she? Two hmm? vaginas. <laughs> asparagus, pussy. Asparagus. <laughs> Her pee smells all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, 
But yeah, and then you see kind of the reflection of the monster's logo in his glasses. And yeah. And then it goes, boop, and it gets big. And that's a cool intro. And I, well, I think it's an amazing intro. That song so well is just so bad. It's like, it's a bad, yeah, yeah. It's like, get ready for some maybe decent crap. <laughs> but I mean, all the monsters, like the TV shows, they're not a family show at all, right? Yeah. But in Monsters World, that is, that's family friendly content. Yeah, you know? if they were watching like our human content. They watch the Brady Bunch and it's like, ugh, this is fucked up, right? Because yeah. it's so wholesome. Yeah. Is they, Brady Bunch pretty wholesome? It is. I mean, you know, they're both divorced parents. That's not cool. They're living in sin. Yeah, <laughs> living in sin. But <laughs> yes, it, it rolls into it. Uh, they start rolling some credits out. And did you guys notice one of the guy's names, like the costume director? What is it? Richard Smith. But I think it was Dick Smith. Well, Rich. Richard is dick. I know. I, I can't remember. Uh, I wrote these. I watched the episode many times, but my first initial notes that I had were Dick Smith. Hmm. But uh, yeah, th- this one starts out with the. I found this whole episode some, at, at least initially had some interesting, like, um, recurring kind of takes too. Like the beginning starts with all those shots of people's eyes. Well, up cl- very up close. What's with the tapping? Tap, 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 tap. That's what I noticed. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, what was he doing? I so, so okay. No. So our main, I'll just say doctor. Yeah. So we'll call him. Okay, there's all. They're all doctors. But we'll say doctor, patient, nurse is what yeah. I'll call him. Okay. But okay. So mm-hmm. the doctor who's in charge is this young dude, and he's he's got a letter opener, and he's like drumming it on the table. Oh yeah. And I'm not sure if it's supposed to be like a weird like hypnotism thing or like he's messing with the patient or whatever. But like, mm. it's clearly, I don't know. It, it's distracting for sure. Um, and we get to kind of know everybody and what's going on. And, uh, this guy, um, who's a patient, he's been in this mental hospital for what, eight years, I believe. Yes. Eight years. And, um, they kind of allude to this, this new society that's taken place outside of the doors of this mental hospital. I think it's dystopian, no? It's a dystopian future. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the, they, they kind of allude to, to things where they're like, you know, you used to be a very gifted surgeon, and our new world needs surgeons out there. And mm-hmm. you know, and we don't really get to know like the full scope of what's going on. They just kind of tease at it, which honestly I prefer because you know, like that one, the replacements, that one episode of The Hunger. Like when you really show too much of what a dystopian society is, like John goes crazy, and my brain broke. <laughs> Sometimes like, less is more. Less is more, yeah. and I think that this this yeah. episode uh, really succeeds as a result of that if i remember correctly there's not a single shot outside of the office his room or the hallway right yes right so that's nice yeah uh do you notice the way he writes he has like that writing style of like where you're like your your like say my jewel pen right here is their your pen it's like you write like like uh left-handed where it's facing no he's already well, I just mean like people who write left-handed, like they usually like hold their pen. Oh, like, so like... their palm doesn't drag across the. It's so they're if you're left-handed and you're writing, uh-huh. your palm's gonna start to drag across the ink. But he's so, right-handed. Well, yeah, so it doesn't make sense then. Well, that's probably a dy- dystopian. Uh, it's future. a new rule. You have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're talking to him about yeah his progress and fitting into the new society. All I could think of too when I was watching this was. Um, we had just recently watched that episode of, um, was it 
uh, night visions where there was the dude who had to do all these rituals and folding yeah, shit yeah. and he was the patient and the doctor those two actors uh-huh. i was like i would much rather pre- prefer to see those two <laughs> actors doing these roles yeah they got a little bit more chops than uh what we've got here i'd say than dr star and dr jarvis dr jarvis jarvis fucking jarvis but i don't know forgive me if i'm missing 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 anything but I'm Jello Biafra now. Fuck at that. So he's uh, this nice nurse lady. After their little meeting, she's walking him down the hallway. She lights up a smoke, and another allusion to a dystopian future, I guess, where cigarettes. She says you can't even get these on the black market. Yeah. So not only are <laughs> cigarettes illegal. Yeah. But they're also so expensive. She's like, I can't even afford these anymore. Not yeah. even on the black market. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Well, she's trying to quit. She's trying to quit, but I mean, she's literally smoking. She lights up as she's walking a patient back. Like that that means she's high level. If it's illegal, yeah, it's this is a government Uh, facility. Oh no, they're they're definitely. This is nineteen eighty four ish kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It did it seem like I don't know. Maybe this is just me, but it seemed. Did it seem to me? Oh, that's a drink, by the way. What? Oh, the smoke. Take a smoke or take a drink. Take a smoke. Take a drink. Uh, smoke on a pancake. The one (laughs) where it's a. Did it seem like they had a patient cleaning like there's like there's like a person who's like mopping up and cleaning like later on this guy the person sweeping yeah i was looking in the credits to see if they get this person credits and they didn't that is the best character in i thought he was a patient at first because i felt like he was kind of like rocking in the (laughs) was he not maybe he was just working no he did sweeping yeah so yeah maybe it's like a, a uh what is it like a uh an outpatient kind of yeah, working thing. Yeah, like a work program. Work program, yeah. yeah. Instead I mean, of making license plates, he just We're talking about the corners. new society here. Um, yeah, he's a sweeper. And yeah, they start talking about... Uh, well, she she basically... Something along the line comes up where it's like, I'm crazy, I'm not stupid, mm-hmm. is a line that I think he says. He acknowledges that he has something wrong with his mind that he that he is crazy or at least in 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 the understanding of the society around him Mm -hmm. and And he talks about how he's like he asks about like what or she says something like there's the new cure for the uncurable or something like yes perpetual care perpetual care and and to me that meant basically we're gonna put you in a fucking coma right and you're just gonna be is that what i interpret it as like you just are institutionalized forever but the, but but that's I, what he wants but no because like he's been institutionalized forever and i think that, like that's what we were med, med, led to to believe is by that this new doctor's regime he's like you know what now we live in this new world and if you're not contributing to society you're fucking done yeah. so you've been here for eight years if you can't get your shit together and stop being crazy and go back to being a surgeon then we're gonna put you in perpetual care which means we're gonna fucking you know, put you in a coma or lock you in a box or murder you or something like or that. Or like lobotomy. Okay. Yeah, like if if like this is your last chance to get your shit together or fucking get out of here. He's on thin ice here. Yeah, and he gets to his uh his room, which is I I wrote down. Is this an art room? Like he gets in there and it's like it reminds me of like art class. Like he's like, got a lot of clay. And this is where you see our first clay penis. That's right. So you gotta Sis. take a sip. Clay penises. Yeah, I don't. Several. It's so. All these little characters that he's done, they all look like, okay, some of them look like him. 
in the face. Other than the but it's like, yeah, but then it's like, butt. he's got like, yeah, he's got like a six pack and shit. And he's like, it looks just like him. And I was like, no, no, it doesn't, dude. I was like, yeah, maybe his face looks like him. Like whoever the, the art director did, like they did a good job of sculpting it. I thought it looked oh, all yeah. of the money went on the practical effects for this episode. In my uh-huh. opinion. Oh, yeah. And it's like the practical effects weren't even that good. It was just like s- slow claymation, you know, yeah, choppy claymation, I'd say. Um, just, not to get too far ahead, but like when on this same topic when uh when she thinks that one of the clay dolls looks like her i was like what it doesn't look anything uh, nope she's it's like a it had short tits. hair yeah it just had breasts she's like that's my size and, and not a clay penis so <laughs> no clay penis yeah, yeah. that's what <laughs> that looks was. just like me <laughs> i don't have a clay penis <laughs> yeah she has a clitoris though hey. if they existed they don't which they don't <laughs> All right, where are we here? Um, I believe this is where we first. There's the first like commercial cut, right? Oh yeah, we have the little monsters logo. What's the little sound that pops up? It's Do you like, think she was down to fuck? I think she was. It's all. It felt or like she a, was just like maybe like infatuated by like. The, yeah, it felt like a Hannibal Lecter. What's her name? Relationship. What was her name again? Clarice. Clarice, Clarice. kind of relationship. Like she's interested in him. He's interested in her. And there's a mutual respect. Well, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, in my dating life, when I make a clay doll out of the girl I like, they're always interested. <laughs> yeah, they don't well, call the dude, police. Okay, so, I mean, but he doesn't seem like he is crazy or, like, he, he, it seems like there's literally nothing wrong with this person. He might be a little, like, cheapish and a little bit, like, you know... Well, he um, gets a little rambly in the office earlier, but... He's, nothing. like, fucking 60 years old, dude. He's true. Not, it yeah. doesn't seem like the kind of thing you'd need to be institutionalized for. It's like I feel it, like it was uh-huh. something like we we alluded to earlier. Like there there might have been some sort of like because of this dystopian world, like they might have messed with his brain or um, he'd been being drugged and kind of kept in this weird state for a while. Like, it would have been great if yeah. they like said what he was there for. It's like. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, you chopped up 50 people into yeah. small pieces and, <laughs> yeah. you know, turned their guts into clay. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. And this is when he, like, he, you know, he starts talking shit about the, our, our young doctor, like the guy who Young the idiot. He's, they should have put you in charge, not this young idiot. That's ant, what he says. Ant brain twit. And he calls him an ant brain brained twit. This is something not I want nice to ask to John about is during, right after this scene, we see him back uh, with the young doctor and he they say like I just gave you fifty milligrams of something. I was assuming you would know what the drug was that he gave him. I mean, it's probably made up, was it not? I don't know. I didn't clock it. Unfortunately, I do not have my notes with me, but I uh, didn't notice any specific thing as far as what the medication was that they gave him. Um, so no, I'm sorry, I can't well, shed any light on that. I, I wrote before that. Sorry, what? No, I, I just wrote fifty milligrams of Ask John. <laughs> <laughs> you probably know if it's real. I feel like they might have made it up. I remember I heard the name. I was like, I should Google that, but I didn't. But before that, before he's in the um, back in the office, he has the nurse bring him some books, and she's talking about how they're very hard to find, which I'm assuming is because of the new society they burn all the books. Very Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, yeah, very much that. And Ooh, then he starts to explain his insanity. She's like, I thought you would have known everything. And he was like, I used to have it all up here in my head, but then my brain exploded. It was too full. Too yeah, full of too knowledge. Full of knowledge. <laughs> that hap- that can really happen. So don't get too smart. Or your <laughs> not a problem for us. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's that's interesting. I guess if we were trying to 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 recreate like what got this guy here, mm-hmm. 
That's a good question. Because it seems like... It sounds like he had a flip out of some kind, but well, they don't say what it was. I mean, would you be... Again, so it didn't seem, he didn't seem violent in any way. No. It seems like all he wants to do is... He, he wants to create these little figurines because he wants to put his consciousness and, and his, his soul, soul yeah. into these little figurines. One thing that creeped me out is he says he puts a little bit of himself into each one. And what semen, part of him? Semen. You think? Yes, I bet it's semen. It's, he's jerking off into the clay. Absolutely. Keeps you think he doesn't voice. have like... Mixing it with the clay. Dude, he's got like a, a like a clay vagina that he no, like... Clay fleshlight. Yeah, clay fleshlight. Imagine the smell of those. It's definitely the, it's definitely the <laughs> nurse's uh, vagina yeah. too. Yeah. Hope um, you don't mind. <laughs> uh, it, in this scene when he's like all fucked up and like, you know, they're like, oh, how do you feel? He's like sleepy. It reminded me of uh, if you guys have watched Breaking Bad with the the guy in the wheelchair that oh, has like yeah, the bell. The bell yeah. That's what it reminded me a lot of that. His his like. Uh... The position he was sitting in was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, he came off. Wait, I've seen Breaking Bad. What part is that? It's when they're it's out Tuco's, with Tuco's like uncle, uncle, and yeah. yeah, they're out and uh, he's, the guy who can't talk, can't walk. He has the bell. He's had a stroke. He brings uh, like once yes. for yes, twice for no, or yes, something. Yes, like yes, yes. And he's trying to whatever. Anyway. Watch Breaking Bad. Pick of the week. Um, <laughs> pretty good one. So uh, yeah, he. he um, He's like uh, answering these questions, and they're they're asking about how he had these like hallucinations about his little clay people coming to life and stuff like that, and his own hallucinations about his like body parts coming apart. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great scene. He like the the doctor's uh, questioning him, and he's like, "So tell me about this this vision that you had." And he goes, "Well, it's like my body parts just disconnected and walked away and he, he is having these nightmares about falling apart and i feel like that's such a um a classic dream or nightmare that almost everybody can relate to it's like you know your teeth falling out teeth or falling up so probably the most popular one yeah uh-huh. or like you know parts of your body like not operating in ways that they're supposed to it's such a feeling of of uh um losing control of your life and 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 that type of thing so it's really interesting because he he talks about that and then we see the point of view is he's looking down at his hand and his hand is like a claymation hand that like pulls itself out of his sleeve and just like kind of creeps down his leg. I that was, was like, pretty good. Dude, I was like, that's, that like I thought was way more effective than the other things because yeah. it's like, you know, you have a bunch of little clay mannequins like, okay, whatever, clay figure moves, no big deal. But like yeah. his his hand was skin, like, you know, flesh tone and when it moved, I was like, oh, all right. It might no, be it like cool. kind of evil dead like, you know what yeah, I mean? Totally. With like the hand moving on its own. Some nice sounds, crunchy, squishy sounds, like and it crawled away, you know. Well, the uh, I really liked the uh, the claymation hand. I thought that was super cool. Um, but the doctor, he's he's basically getting more and more fed up because he's expecting like really quick um, results from this uh, prospective surgeon, the patient. It really made me wonder, like, what kind of uh, relationship he has with the other patients that are in there, because we really get, don't get to see anybody else really understand what's up with them. Like, was this just a rehab place strictly for doctors, and if you didn't have any skills, you were just kind of kicked to the curb? And like, like, hey, these people might have some type of, you know, uh, constructive skills to lend to the this new future dystopian society. Who yeah. knows? Um, but uh, one of the things that was really interesting, or it was an interesting choice, at least. He's like, oh, yeah, cool. He gets led back to his room, and he has, like, this body that's, like, this little sculpted uh, figurine. And then he has, like, 
I also like it sculpted this little heart and this little lungs, and he's yeah. gonna try to put them back inside when clearly there's no way it could actually fit inside there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they kind of do something like that later, and we'll get to it. But um, mm-hmm. the the doctor's like, okay, you know what? You're not gonna play ball. We're gonna get all your claymation shit out of here. And they he has like an orderly take all of his stuff. Oh, this guy is second favorite character besides sweeping person. The orderly? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like. You know what? Some days you just love your job. I like going in there and fucking up all this dude's like toys he's been playing with for eight years. Yeah. But doesn't am am I wrong? Does does the the nurse, the woman doctor, doesn't she seem like she, she see, sees them? She move. sees two of them move. So yeah, they're they're about to confront him, and he's like sculpting, not really doing much. He's just kind of like touching the clay, but the, he's sculpting he, he, the ears. He's of, sculpting your yeah. And uh-huh. I didn't get this. I thought. I think, I mean, this does come into play at the, basically the tail end of the episode, but he starts getting like all these loud noises in his, in his ears and to, to shut them out, he like basically not removes the ears, he but just like smudges the, the ears. Ear. So he, he's carefully sculpting the ear and then it's like all of a sudden he hears something and it's like deafening to him. Yeah. And what he does, he smudges the ear and it seems to, to stop the sound that's like overwhelming him yeah mm-hmm. and that's kind of our first indications like wait that a minute these have like human um it's an extension of himself exactly yeah. yeah and so that's when i was like okay i see where this is going he's like he is probably actually started transi- transitioning his soul into or his being into these things and other people's beings into the yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't hyperbole it wasn't it wasn't just uh, a turn of phrase it was like literally happening mm-hmm yeah, and, and yeah, that, and then of course the whole fight, fight scene happens. But yeah, this guy, like you said, this guy loves his job. Like he's like been waiting for years and years to like <laughs> just fucking throw down on some like seventy year old dude. <laughs> yeah, um, go, he goes home and he fucked his wife good that night, you know, mm-hmm. or his boyfriend, or his husband, or his dog. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa! It's the dystopian future, That's or his, or his clay uh, doll that he has. Yeah, he's taking all these clay dolls home, and he's like, "Oh, he's like that that vagina is perfect size for him on that little <laughs> tiny clay doll." Oh my god! Well, it's okay. So this is the first time because I mean that might not be a bad drinking game uh, rule either. So every time you see the clay mannequins or figurines, whatever, move, take a drink because it mm-hmm. happens several times. Did you guys were you guys much? Um, into like making clay things at all growing up? Of course up? I was. What are you talking about? I'm such an artsy fartsy kid. You know, I was always drawing and I, w- I would sculpt shit out of clay all the time. I remember I was really into, uh, there was this guy uh, named uh, Rick Baker. He did oh. the special effects for, of course, Gremlins. Yeah. Um, I think he did them for like uh, Harry and the Hendersons and a couple other ones too. It's basically Rick Baker and Stan Winston were the two like special effects powerhouse dudes from uh, the late 80s, early 90s. They did like, you know, um, Pumpkinhead and Terminator and Jurassic Park, you know, these dudes did some amazing um, practical special effects. That's what I wanted to do when I was a kid, but because of how, you know, technology was trending, you know, when I was graduating high school, I was like, I don't want to do CGI. I want to do practical effects, so I never pursued it. God knows where I could have been now. Diddly, diddly, diddly. Probably still here. Yes, probably still here. Probably be just as much of a loser, but you never know. Um, Don't you say that about yourself. You'd probably actually be the old guy in the uh, in this episode. Yeah, you'd be making little clay penises yeah. in a mental institution. <laughs> Look at this one, not circumcised. Yeah, nice. <laughs> he tries to strangle the young idiot doctor. Oh, yeah, okay, so, yes. Gets a good Proceed. hold on him at first. He does get some good. 
And then the doctor, he pulls out the special serum and the syringe, and he gets a coy little smile on his face. Like, he's going to enjoy injecting this old man. I wonder what this dude was all about. Like, I mean, you, you could tell he was, like, kind of, he was new in his position, and he was kind of, like, you know, like... Like like he 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 had this newfound power and was very excited about it and yeah. trying to use it. Did and any stuff. of you guys? I kind of got like a vibe because you know this is like dysto- the dystopian. Like this, I almost thought for a couple times like this was like the Nazis had won World War Two kind of thing. And he because he kind of mm. had like an Aryan look to him or whatever. However he you did a it. little bit, and the little round glasses certainly don't help. That maybe that's what would what. what did it for me, but and the um, hair, slick black, slick hair. black hair, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I felt like this thing where they like were looking for just pure people and then using yeah. people as experiments. Maybe and, you're right. Yeah, and and maybe he had been because you know he they referenced a number of times like the war and stuff like that and how he's like I can put back all your people to be super soldiers and kind yes, of things he like that. Yes, he does. They do say that. You're right. They do. And that's why I was like, maybe this is like they had won and he's. Lost his mind because he probably. I, I mean, I choose to believe that he was on the good side of things. Um, um, yeah. And, and he lost the his patient mind doctor. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. And maybe the reason why they've spent eight years trying to get him rehabilitated. Rehabilitated is because he's so good at it, and they could use well, him for their their evil influence. So and you know what lends to that is, I believe I recall reading somewhere that like Hitler and the Nazi Party had a lot of like anti-smoking laws that were kind of like more regular laws like we have now but they were kind of pioneers in that sense of like like you know restrictions on smoking that's why you smoke right to get back at the nazis yeah yeah i don't smoke one lung at a time i have one ciggy every so often nothing wrong with that there's nothing at all wrong with that that's why i don't do meth because like hitler loved it so much yeah yeah wasn't he that's he, also that's why i have a big penis because he had a small one i'm just like so did anti- he also have one only one ball you have a clay penis that's why i have three that's why <laughs> you have hitler's, hitler's third ball hitler's third ball is that why you have a mustache on this side and this side but nothing in the middle yeah i have a fu manchu <laughs> yeah, i have the anti the anti-hitler mustache the fu manchu um but yeah, yeah, it's it's silly. Like, is this where, um, this oh. is the scene? The... So, sorry, I just want to go back real quick. I know it's it, you have to edit this, but um, I actually really did like uh, working with Clay when I was in uh, high school and prep school. Okay, um, I was really good at. Um, you were uh, you good at throwing clay? Uh, I actually wasn't bad. I we had an electrical one, and we also had the one that used your foot. And I, I made actually a couple cool things. I actually hadn't seen one in a long time. That I didn't know still was around, but I was at my sister, excuse me, my sister's place in a couple weeks ago, and she has one of my pieces. Take a picture. Um, put yeah, put it on it, the Twitter feed. We put it in the kiln, and I, I like you know, I can't remember what the term is for it now. It's, it's just like 15 years ago that I made it, but cast. Uh, like, well, you put all like the the colors on it, and when it goes in the kiln, it change it, it changes different colors mm. and stuff. But I did a very um, simplistic one. It took one single drip. Of these colors I mis- mixed together and and it came out really cool, very simplistic. T- t- take a picture, uh, take a picture, send it to us, and also you know just to go back on a story we were talking about earlier about making things into bongs. I got to tell you, every single thing I ever made out of clay and had like put it into a kiln and, and and did, I always made a little fucking like bowl. Oh yeah, place. every single thing you ever made out of clay, I was like, no matter if it was a, a bowl or an ashtray or a fucking whatever. Uh, 
I would turn it into a... You could smoke out of it, for yep. sure. Um, anyway, so, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about... Um, what do you think this war actually was? Or I like it, your theory. I don't it, know if there actually... Was there a war? They do mention a war. She said, yeah, because she, she was like, he saved so many lives in the war or something like that. And then that. he talks about, like like I said, like about like fixing people so yeah. like on the front lines and so they can... Uh... Well, I have to assume that the, that whatever the, 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 the stakes or whatever things are going on in the war, that they're not so different that, that the things that are happening are rare. Because it's like, you know, depending on how crazy you want to get with these hypothetical situations, it's like, well, what if... In the future, all wars are fought between clay figurines. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like it would make sense for him to give actual surgeries to just these figurines. But it's like, no, no, no. Like again, like you start going, it's a slippery slope. You have to be like, no, it's probably just things aren't totally different. They're kind of maybe a little bit more dystopian than that. What is actually the case? But it's like, yeah. If you really start going down that road and being like, well, no, like. He's only one of several who create figurines. You know what I mean? There's mm. there's all these different possibilities, but you're like that for to make this episode make sense to have the impact that it's supposed to, where it's like, oh my gosh, the clay things are really moving. Then that means that needs to be, you know, an anomaly. It needs yeah. to be sensationalized and 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 random, not rather the what norm. If, what if this guy was the creator of uh, Celebrity Deathmatch? Remember oh, that God. show? That I hated like, that show. It was terrible, uh-huh. but imagine if that's like how he went insane. Was that's how he thinks wars actually go down? Yeah, I think Celebrity Deathmatch and Robot Chicken is like the same thing. It's like it's not that funny, but you know, it took a lot of work to make it. So you're like, it doesn't have to be that good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like Seth oh, Green and yep, and uh, who's the other guy? He's also kind of. Is famous. there another guy? I thought it was just Seth Green. One of the guys from uh, Road Trip is in it. Seth Green's in Road Trip? No, 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 the voice actor. Uh, Tom Green. No, not Tom mm-hmm. Green. Whatever. Anyway. Um, yeah, so also, to go back a second, we um, when they confront him, when they have, like, the little skirmish, I love how he, like, tossed, initially tossed, like, the orderling, like, at her, maybe? He, like, takes, he, he takes one person and wipes him out. indiscriminately. He, well, he wipes out someone else at the same time. Like, old man's got some some fight power to old him. man strength yeah i got a little bit the vibes from the doctor the young doctor that i got kind of the uh vampire kiss nicholas cage he seemed yeah like he seemed like he was just waiting to have his moment to shine and go absolutely insane right? <laughs> yeah are we at the scene where like um like it's him and her after hours I think yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that should be the next that, scene. That is so awkward, dude. She comes like, in, and he's like fucking doing straight vodka I thought on he was the pouring rocks. himself a nice glass of ice water no. at first. <laughs> that's well, well that's, okay, so first of all, that's the thing. Wherever the hell he, he is, he's not far away from a freezer because he's got yeah. ice cubes in whatever he's drinking. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, I was just having some vodka imported. <laughs> like, he really like wanted to point that out. I was like, okay, so wait, in the future, maybe... Cigarettes are hard to get. Maybe vodka's hard to get too. Who That's knows? It, there might be some different like significance to it that but we. I feel like. Uh, I feel like most vodka is imported, unless it's like the rare vodka that's Tito's, made in the United States. Tito's. That's the vodka. only one though I can think of. Can you think of another one? They're all fucking Eastern European. I bet that's even, that's imported. Look, imported. Well, vodka. I know. I'll have you know. Okay, so all right. Uh, picks of the week part two. Uh, John <laughs> likes. Uh, Monopolova imported vodka. This one right here, J.A. Bazuski imported. Austrian. This is from Austria since 1782 from potatoes. Mm-hmm. I've tried a lot of vodkas. 
Best value. This one not only is a great uh, value, but it also fucking doesn't have any of that weird sweetness. Like, hey, you know, people like Tito's. Some hipster shit doesn't taste as good. Sorry. I don't like Tito's. I don't, yeah. I like a good, true, like, Eastern European, Polish, Russian Like a Stolichnaya? Stolich. Like a Svedka? Stolichnia. Stolies, baby. But you know what it means? It means the best on the table. Really? Um, yeah. It's not Russian, though. I think it's Polish. You know right? what vodka means? Vodka. No, I don't. Water. Oh really? Yeah, didn't know that. That's what it is. It's uh, that's why it's called a vodka. Is it's water ah. because it's clear and it has no flavor and taste. It's a good mixer when it's done well, at least. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so she comes in and is like trying to confront him about like. What By the gonna... way, I don't like. I don't know if you guys caught this one either. When she comes in, this is the first time we've seen her without her glasses and with her hair down. And this is like, you know, like hot girl at the prom whatever nerdy girl goes to the prom all of a sudden her her glasses are off hair is down she looks like completely different night and day mm-hmm. she is like you know well that's why she's looking good young doctor gets a little he's getting a little boner well yeah he's like he's he's like starts giving her a little talking to and all of a sudden uh, the letter opener that he was banging on the table in the first scene he's like like tries to like drag it oh, down, yeah. like he's being sexual, like, like almost like her, like her, her, her cleavage. If I mean, it's not like a lot of cleavage, but I mean, no. it's like down her chest, and it's yeah. very like awkward, like some power move thing that he's trying to do to be like, yeah. here, have some. And doesn't he almost like pour it, like try to like, pour, like force yeah. her to drink? He like, pours her a drink and tries to like put it in her face, but she throws it in he, his face. Doesn't he like literally like try to like tip it I into her so. mouth? Yeah, I think so. It's the light very is very off dark putting. In this scene, but yeah, it's, it's very weird. uncomfortable. I mean, it does a great job of doing it. Yeah, he's a scum. He's a skis ball. This guy doesn't respect women, which we don't stand for. Well, he says what I was going to say before was that he. Um, she she's confronting him about you know what how they're treating the this brilliant doctor, uh, and he's like it's not the time for this conversation. It's the time for vodka right now and for di- a dicking. And I was like, well, this possibly guy, well, a dicking side. But yeah. I was like, if I walk in like my boss's office and yeah, it's I was like, hey, time. work. <laughs> Work stuff, but he's like, "Ah, it's not time for that time for vodka." I'd be like, "All right, cool, <laughs> for real, sweet. This is why I have this job." Okay, go ahead and ogle my tits. Yeah, right. Um, but d- hasn't she seen the 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 figurines move she, at least once, if not yep. twice, at this point? No, yep. And and yeah, and and also, um, this is right around the time when uh, uh the doctor, crazy doctor, patient is like strapped down to the table after he got injected with whatever mm-hmm. that instantly put him out like within seconds and yeah. uh then the little figurines start um little clay men little clay men start jumping around and <laughs> and they uh they, they yep. come over and they unleash him from his um his binds, his binds. Well, yep. i so, want to be bound <laughs> i'm bound i want to be bound um no but so so one of the things dude that i i thought was really strange is like you know he's sitting there he's drinking vodka the, the bad doctor and he has his well okay whatever the the vodka doctor whatever you want to call him <laughs> dr vodka dr vodka um he he like has one of the figurines and he uses his letter opener that he was like, you know, oh, I wrote yeah. doing this. He cuts it in half and then when he like, pulls it apart, guts like spill out, which yeah. is like not how clay works. And I was like, no. this is kind oh, of Oh, 
Yeah, because the, when they're showing it, like he's cutting it in half, straight. It's straight, and then when, when he they cut back, when they cut back to it, it's like spilled like said, out. Spilled out. I was like, that's well. This is special clay that's mixed with cum. Again, this is this is dystopian clay. It's well, magic. to be fair, this, these these <laughs> clay, clay. Uh, these clay yeah. items have been moving around and doing things, so it would it's, make it's sense unnatural. actually if they cut open this thing and the guts actually spilled out as opposed to the clay where it would just sit there. Yeah. Cum does that. <laughs> That's what cum does. Everyone knows that. This is doctors. Hashtag cum does. <laughs> um, Who does? Cum so, does. so I think uh, the 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 nurse doctor. She's like, okay, well, whatever. You know, you're a fucking creepy fuck. Like, mm-hmm. I was really hoping things were gonna go better with this patient that I liked, and you didn't. Whatever. Yeah. Feel that same way. So she takes off, and then he starts to like chill out he puts his head down he's drunk too much and then we see a one of the the figurines picks up the letter opener that we oh wait is this one didn't right before doesn't she like splash the vodka in his face yes yes she leaves sorry my bad you're good i mean that's yeah that's the correct order of events and then yeah then he sits down but then that shows her she goes into his room so i thought she was gonna let everyone out just release all the inmates yeah Nah, she's a responsible doctor. She's going along with the program, even though she's she doesn't agree with it. She's got a seed of doubt. She does. A couple of seeds. A couple of seeds in there. Yeah, just like in in the clay. <laughs> she's got a there's a there's a bunch of seeds. There's in the clay full seed. <laughs> but yeah, then we do see the uh, the the clay figure walking around on this motherfucker's desk, holding the letter opener. And it stabs in the eye. So yeah. that was a creepy thing. The little running. <laughs> It reminded me of when you and I used to play Battlefield 1, <laughs> when you yeah. do the bayonet charge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I shoot that. I wrote well, that down. Yeah, that's pretty much what he does. He does a fucking bayonet charge and sticks a letter opener in his eye, which is So brutal. if this dude has sculpted, I mean, let's just say, whatever, four or five different versions of himself, mm. they have his face, they have a much better body and a much better <laughs> penis but it's really his face but yeah. she, he sculpted one of her correct yeah yes we so, talked about that earlier yeah so what happened to that one that was her oh you don't want to know <laughs> they found it with a big gaping Dr- drowned to death uh, <laughs> if you know what i mean yeah so so she is now back in uh she she's in his office she steps out and she comes back and she sees that the doctor ha- now ha- is dead He's, well and can we talk about how it's like she takes the light that was knocked over and like slowly she sees like bits of blood, bits of blood, and is still not alarmed. And then yeah. shows this guy with a knife into his eye, or a, I'm sorry, a letter opener into his eye. Mm-hmm. Freaks out, and then she runs. Uh, she runs to see the doctor. Well, no, because 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 doesn't something happen where she's looking at? Because she smushes up the face. So that's right. Yeah, she sees the dead body. Then she sees essentially right. the doctor nude, and it looked like he was smiling at her, which was pretty fucking weird. I would. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, with his beautiful body, but the face of an old frumpy man and the penis of a young gentleman, just like Tom, just like. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she sees. Okay, she sees the um, the clay man, which is what was his name, Doctor. Dr. Kleiman. No, you, you said his name earlier. <laughs> Dr. Kleiman. Kleiman, whatever. Uh, Colin. Dr. Kleiman. Right, with two N's. Break the time. Two L's. Or two L's, sorry. Two L's, and he kind of smiles, and she's creeped the fuck out, and he's holding the letter open. No, he's not, because... Wait, isn't he? No, he's not. He's just standing there nude with no shame, and she grabs his little fucking clay face and kind of smushes it, right? 
Yeah, so she smashes the, the, the face. She's like, oh, my God, I'm horrified by this thing that's moving around. So uh-huh. she, like, treats it as if it's just, you know, a little monster thing, which it kind of is. But as soon as she uh-huh. smushes the face uh, off camera, we hear, the, like, the shriek of um, the patient guy who, we, uh-huh. you know, she, it's been her friend throughout the whole episode. Colin. And Colin. And she goes, uh, Dr. Collins, she goes and uh, runs over to his... Uh, uh, cell or whatever his, yeah. his little holding area his art room mm-hmm. his art room and she goes in there and then we see a picture like this reaction shot of of him he's like now in pain mm. and i had to look at this a couple times this was and awesome. i had to like yeah. freeze frame <laughs> because this shit was one of the most brutal things i have ever <laughs> seen in any episodes of this show that i've watched this yeah. was awesome yeah it told, it reminds me of uh the the episode of yeah of the match game of monsters that we watched with tori spelling where tori spelling like has her head smashed completely flat by a zombie and you're like this is one of the most fucking brutal things I've ever seen on television. Period. On I can't Fox believe Family. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, this is the this is monsters. This is just as ridiculous too. This is like totally brutal. Basically, this dude's face was smashed flat as if a voodoo doll. I mean, that's... I don't even know about flat. It just looked like he's all stretched. Dude, his mangled. he had one eye looking one way, another eye looking another way, and it's like his fucking nose was down, his mouth was up, dude. <laughs> it was good. fucking brutal. Yeah. It was brutal like it was shocking it was like i can't can you think of another like movie any movie where a person's face has been disfigured like that can you not really not not outside of like the torture porn kind of movies like even then but even then in hostile in hostile it's like a human it's like a human's face that's been mutilated this is like stretched and and i can't even describe it this is like someone like a giant took like their hands and put them through the eyes and their mouth and nose and just twisted it like from let's say everything was at 12 o'clock they just twisted it to like 5 30 basically yeah i don't know if you've ever seen hellraiser part three but they're gonna have something like that where like one person's face gets twisted into another one's oh Uh, yeah i remember that and then it it ends abruptly like she just like screams and just like shrinks down and that's it and i loved that i know yeah. it's just again and that's really what threw it back to me to be like hey it's monsters what are we doing for family hour yeah. <laughs> let's fucking watch this that's like, what monsters would watch i know they're gonna mm-hmm. eat creepy, that's normal creepy critters and they're gonna fucking yeah. <laughs> like whatever watch a fucking man's clay face be pressed to shit while his fucking that's so normal genitalia exposed fucking you know that's the clay human toy the ending was like the human version of of urkel being like did i do that they're like what's wrong with that i don't know i yeah. did what um but Great. yeah that was uh that was the episode uh cooper i think you did a very very good this was a thank you Sorry, I I will not even share my uh, uh, my my score until it's time to share a score. Speaking of scoring, Clay, ah, score the Clay. We used to terminology. We used to have a really fun time in, in art class in like fifth grade, being like, she'd be like, "All right, now score the Clay," and we'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna totally score in over here." And I'm like, I haven't had a boner yet. <laughs> no score. Looks like Beavis and Butthead. Cool, we're gonna score. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into our creepy crawlers. That's right. If you guys are just joining us for the first time, what is your problem? Also, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, deal with it. Um, but um, we like to rape. Uh, I mean, <laughs> rate. 
R-A-T-E. R-A-T-E. We like to rate them. Rate, 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 rate. Sometimes the ratings are brutal, and sometimes the ratings are consensual. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we like to rate these stories on a scale of 0 to 10 creepy crawlers. crawlers. That's right. And uh, 0 being the least... uh, creepy and 10 being the most yeah mm-hmm. if you liked it you rate it high if you dislike it you rate it low you rate it no matter what that's like what i say a hate rate all right uh cooper i think we should start with you because you picked this episode to rate did i yes i did i quite enjoyed this episode i enjoyed several different facets of it i ended up with an eight but tom yes i had to give it a 0. 0.50 bonus do you know why I think I will learn. It's got fake ears in it. Many fake ears. Mm-hmm. It does have <laughs> fake ears. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm going to have to amend my score. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's sitting at an 8.5 for me. Um, yeah, I liked it. The only things I maybe could have honestly done without was the... I felt like the dystopian kind of backstory was unnecessary because it didn't really add anything this could have happened modern day as well, and it might as well have, like in the world we live in now. Uh, you know what I mean? In the Twilight Zone. Anything's possible in the Twilight Zone. But anyway, other than that, you know, I liked everything about it. That's where we are. Or it's over there. Um, yeah, that's my score. I don't have much else to say. Nothing uh, Nothing to frown about there. That's a, a very decent score. Yeah. Um, do you mind if I uh, jump in here, Tom? I don't mind if you jump in any ear. All right, guys. So I have a lot of different feelings about this episode. I think uh, that the way it started, it was very kind of, you know, cookie cutter. You know, we got a crazy person um, in a a mental hospital trying to plead their case. And um, it didn't really seem like anything out of the ordinary at first. I was just like, okay, this guy, um, we've seen this scenario before where a crazy person in a mental hospital is actually sane, but everyone thinks they're crazy. This Mm -hmm. is something we've seen before. We're probably going to see it again. It's not a big deal. Um, But one of the things that I did like about it, I did like that, that it had this weird dystopian thing on it. I was like, Mm -hmm. it didn't have to, and it went there. And it was just like a little fucking, like, a couple, like, they were seeding in this world-building stuff that I really liked. Um, It didn't have to have that. Um, I liked the you know, stop motion animation. Like I thought that the special effects were pretty cool. Like instead of having like a really shitty, like, um, like mask or like prosthetics and stuff like that, it was stop motion animation, which for the most part, if done well, can is pulled off well. So I liked that. Um, I liked that. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I really, really, really love the closing shot. Like the mm-hmm. violent ending, it brought it up at least two creeper crawlers for me. Like, if 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 the ending didn't have that shot that scene i would have been like fuck this so um i guess i would give it like i guess i would give it like a maybe a 6.25 you know and nothing nothing to like rock my world but you know when you bring in the fake ears dude (laughs) like (sighs) what did you give it an extra 0.5 extra one like i couldn't remember what the rule was so I, I feel like fake five. ears are so rare though. should we do a full point for fake i'm gonna ears? give it i'm gonna give it a 7.250 right. then i have to amend my score to nine you one got full point. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> well all right <laughs> i am 9.000 yeah because it's zero, all zero, it's zero, all zero. point it's all decimal point and right. then three points past that so mm-hmm. oh geez like i this episode was not uh, 
okay, yeah, seven point two five zero zero, dude. Like this is this episode. It had me engaged. It had stupid shit. It had funny stuff, and the that ending scene just fucking like crushed, dude. It crushed. I That's love great. it. It was it was a blast. I like it. Excellent. Yeah, I think you guys touched on um, all of the the points that you know. I don't want to reiterate and say too much, but um, I did notice uh, that have you guys. We've done a lot of things recently that take place with doctors and hospitals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I, I like that. I mean, it's a, it's a very easy, I think, like, uh, genre, a trope. I don't know how, you, how you'd say that. but I think um, trope is accurate. I think this mm-hmm. one was fun. Cooper's point, this, the dystopian thing was unnecessary and completely You think bollocks. it detracted? I felt like it really added. I didn't think it, it added it a detracted. little bit of intrigue. I feel like if this had been a 40-minute episode, there could have been more... To add it into it, that would like give us more explanation. Because like my yeah. th- my theory that this was a uh, sort yeah. of um, the man behind the uh, the man in the high castle kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry. Loved loved the episode. Uh, I thought it, to John's point again, that ending scene was great. I loved how they ended it with with just her realizing the horror of what happened. Just the reaction, and then dude. just right to credits. Like there wasn't there wasn't any of this like you know, everything's fine after kind of thing or everything's horrible after. It was just the realization of something fucking... Some shit fucked one... Mm -hmm. There was the realization that some shit went down hardcore and... uh, Your boss is dead and your favorite patient is dead and it's not an accident. It's fucking brutal. He's like worse than dead. He's like... Fucked up. And we, that's the thing. We don't even know what kind of future society they live in. No. She could be executed for this. Like, yeah. that's the whole thing. It's like, they didn't have to have anything with all the future shit. Like, the illegal cigarettes. Like, it didn't have to be there at all. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they did, you're like, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Do you that's think true. the open ending, not open ending, but just the, the dramatic quick ending, I think was really fun. And mm-hmm. uh, what I, the thoughts I had left as far as that were like, uh, you know, does she believe finally that the the whole little clay things were actually alive? Because she, remember, she saw them like we said, and they moved. And then, you know, she smeared the face, and the face was his face in real life was crazy fucked up. So she crawls down, you know, or she puts her back to the wall and kind of slides to the ground as the credits roll. I'm I'm curious as like what what happened after that. Fucking, she smoked a twenty dollars cigarette. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. That's what's um, up. I would, you know, you, <laughs> I would go right after those clay things and just fucking pull them apart. Unless one of them is you, though. It, one it, of them is her. Yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. That's what. Okay, so that's what I was wondering. So does he have to? She's. I don't. Need, okay, I, so I keep. I keep in jumping it. in. Please just finish your. Yeah, you're reading. Oh yeah, no, no, no. You're I, that my the point you're going for is what I was trying to say is that um, you know, like how had he somehow put all like their energies into these different little clay doll things but also if that was the case like who are the other two ones that like killed the doctor like if one of them was was him the crazy or not so crazy doctor or patient the one that she smeared the face of mm-hmm. then there's the other one that was in cohorts with him and then one of them was her was the doctor's one of the ones that was in on it why would he kill himself that's a good point. Well, it was, I believe, so two of them that was not that were not him released him, right? Who okay, they, so though? so wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry to open this little. No, 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 no. I'm glad you did though. Um, okay, so how many 
how many figurines do you think there were at first? Maybe four. I think well, of five. him. Five of him. Uh-huh. So let's let's just say okay, there's five figurines that were of him. So that's not including the one that he sculpted of her, right? Uh-huh. So if there are five of him, and if he is putting himself his 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 soul and his whatever consciousness intellect or whatever into those five, then does that mean that it's dwindling from his host body that he's putting it into? And if it does, does that mean that there is a part of him? That is not in his physical body. That is some now how in this in between thing in these figurines that still exists. Is there a way for him to limit his suffering in his human body and put it all into a clay figurine and somehow go on multiple figurines? Yes. So without that's, that's her. the point I was trying to make. Is so like, if they made a sequel where she's like, "I know you're in pain. I know you're fucked up. Tell me what to do. I can put you into these things, right?" That's like, exactly what okay, I was trying. No, go ahead. No, no go that, ahead, that's go the ahead. exact point. No, no, you you um you said it way way better than I could have. That's exactly what I was trying to say, though. Is like I had so many questions after you know because they started carrying out what you know because he hated fuckboy, uh, the young guy, uh, Ant Brain, and but they didn't attack her, which which led me to believe that to your point that these were like. Multiple little extensions of of himself. Okay, but then why did only one directly affect his physical being? Because one gets cut in half, and he doesn't get cut in half. Valid point. Maybe they hadn't kicked in yet. Well, that one didn't didn't have his face though. But maybe that one had his soul in it. You know what I mean? So if he's putting his 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 intelligence and his soul and whatever, like if like because he like he said. Because cause when he was hearing that sound and he smudged the ear, he stopped hearing the sound in his real life body. Yeah. So I wonder Maybe if... Maybe one of them was his physical... One of his physical, one of his mental, one of them is like spiritual. Yeah. And like each one is representing a facet of himself. And then once he puts it, every part of his whatever psyche or, or his himself into each one... He will no longer. He'll cease to be. Yeah, because, because if he if they all were his physical, he would have to like block all their ears out during that one scene when he like does the ear oh, thing. Oh yeah, that makes sense. You Again, know, so so, it's, so it's, I think you're spot on in it. One's physical, one's spiritual, and one's emotional. But again, even if horny. even if all of this, okay, if <laughs> if, no, if nothing else, whether or not it is one thing or the other the fact that this episode is even asking is having us ask these questions just goes to show that this is a successful episode yeah because mm-hmm. you know how many times we watch an episode where we're like fuck that noise mm-hmm. i'm just glad it's fucking over this one's like well what about this what about this society what about if this was like that like and it did this- a great job of just teasing a bunch of stuff less is more and less this more. this and- does less is more so much better than most of them mm-hmm. all right when we watch episode of the hunger the replacements, less is more. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. I can't stop talking about it. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is, I'm going to give this one um, 8.250 Creepy Crawler. Creepy Crawlers. This was a winner, Coop. I think you picked out a fan-fucking-tastic episode. Um I'm happy. Uh, I, we might be able to record later this week. I, I'm going back out of town on a Friday. Um, you know what, you guys? We are going to record this week. And in okay. fact, uh, Tom had a th- uh, proposed an idea. I'm not sure if it's going to work or not, but what uh, the hell? Is. We're going to give it a go. Uh, we tried to do this uh, several years ago. We're going to try it again now. Mm. Um, 
You know what we're going to do for our next week's episode? What are we going to do? We're going to do an episode of The Outer Limits. What episode? It's an episode with Gary Busey called <laughs> Revival. We were already talking about Gary Busey before. We've watched an episode of Gary Busey before. Early. Yeah, the, so the last one we did was the episode of Gary Busey. Um, the geez, show is called Gary Busey? No, excuse me. The episode is called <laughs> The Hitchhiker, and Gary yeah. Busey was in it. An oh, episode yeah. called WGOD, where he was a uh, religious man, got into some crazy shit. Uh, you know what? They tend to do that. This is an episode yeah. of The Outer Limits called Revival with a religious Gary Busey again. But it's a little yeah. different. I think you guys will get a kick out of it. Um, we're going to get another recording quick. And soon. Mm-hmm. Any uh, last minute uh, words you guys want to leave our uh, listeners with this week? Uh, give us a shout out on Twitter uh, at the Short and Spooky Podcast. That's right. We are at Short and Spooky. If you guys want to tweet at us at Short and Spooky, if you guys want to write an email to us, we're Short and Spooky at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, if you guys uh, want to get uh, creative, why don't you go ahead and draw a picture of what you guys think it's like over here at the. Uh, crazy spooky garage mahal yeah, the garage mahal make sure you write down i mean the the, the picture has to have uh our clay penises in it all three of us and pierre Scully. the more muscular we look the better oh and cooper's gonna be on a motorcycle yeah naked nude penis dragging on the ground <laughs> penis stuck in the gears find that devil